0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the High on LAFC podcast. I am Dylan Monroy, your host today and always. And also to join me on this epic podcast and conversation is my good friend and super LAFC fan, Jorge Martinez. Say hello. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, my bro. This is was a big weekend and man you my it? friend were a part of it. Yes sir I was. Because Jorge Martinez here, the super fan that he is, thought, you know what, I'm gonna plan a trip months ago mm-hmm. to go to Portland so I can watch them win the supporters shield.
1: I just knew it. I had this inclination in me, you know, that was like Portland.
0: Go to Portland. <laughs> and I'm very thankful that you did, man, because, Dude. oh, my gosh. I mean, we're going to get into it. But Jorge, I, I want you to, you went to Portland. It's always cool to go to an away match. You and I went always. to the San Jose game um, in San Jose. So, you know, tell the people was Portland, man? How's the stadium? You know, how's the vibe? LaFC, you know, mm. the 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 fans that came to it, the energy. So it's definitely different, right? It's
1: it's definitely a different sort of like environment and everything. You know, Portland being Portland, um but it was it was amazing. It was really cool. I, I have to admit, you know, like the the fans there are really nice. Everyone was really cool. I never at once felt like oh, shit, you know? Like, oh, I shouldn't be here or anything. Like, everyone was very inviting. Everyone at the stadium, you know, like, was like, hey, welcome to Portland. Enjoy the game. Welcome to the stadium. Like, just really, you know, like, they received us an open run. It was just kind of cool. It was really nice. Um, and, like, the stadium itself was, like, weird um, because, um like, I, you know, we were talking before this and you were explaining to me that it actually used to be a, a baseball stadium. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't aware of that, but one of the people that I was, that I was with Uh, The group people that I was with actually made made a comment like that, that they were getting, like, baseball stadium, like, vibes there, Mm. you know, and everything. And at first I was like, okay, yeah, because she she mentioned there's, like, oh, there's a lot of, like, wood, Mm. you know, everywhere. And, you know, that made it very seem like very, like, I guess you can say, like, baseball or Western, like, Americanized and stuff. But it was really cool. Definitely different from the bank. Um, Did seem a little bit more family-oriented. Not that the bank isn't, but... You know just a little bit different in that in that regards but it was a beautiful stadium you know great beer selection if you're into that um, a lot of local craft beers so I really appreciated that because I, I, I not that I'm you know like any you know super crazy beer person but I love a, a good craft beer especially like a local beer you know so that was that was great that was awesome they had like vendors like all over the place so there were no lines, as in, you know. Yeah, which is not something we can talk we can't, good about yeah. at the bank. Cause admit, every dude, single place oh, has a man. huge line. Like, dude, it's fun. It's like, like at the bank, you got to go to the bathroom, right? Like, you're planning on going at halftime, but you got to leave at, like, the 38th minute to go to the bathroom <laughs> to not be for there not to be a line. But here, that was not the case, like, at all. Like, it was just the way that they've been set up. Like, there was, like, literally every exit from, like, the stands and stuff, when you go back into, like, the like the back of the stadium, like, where all the vendors and everything are, it, it's, like, at least every, like, pretty much, think of it as you walk down out, out of your seats to, like, into the halls of the bank, and right away, there's, like, a restroom right there.
0: Like, it was so like, easy to go to the bathroom. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Well, so, you can tell that Jorge was drinking quite a lot of craft beer and <laughs> going to the restroom years. in Portland, but... Yeah. Jorge was also there to watch the game dude i and man i am jealous because not only i would have liked to have gone um but you know this game it was a big game for lafc before we, you know mm-hmm. this game because we had bad form we yeah. were tied on points with philly you know the playoffs were coming our fans were kind of worried about this. Dude, was going I was on. It was
1: it was it was kind of like a stressful weekend going into this, but I felt much better going into the game though. Because you know, Charlotte did the impossible.
0: You know what? It you know what's crazy about that is that like they did pull off the impossible because in the last podcast mm-hmm. that we talked about we mentioned that philly would play charlotte and uh, and we were kind I, of disappointed because we we're just like damn yeah <laughs> like, i immediately wrote it off as like oh charlotte's gonna lose well because on paper right. right it's correct right yeah like philly why w- should dominate that yeah, game especially
1: when they were just out here just scoring six goals willy-nilly like you know like like there was no tomorrow like per game and And then Charlotte was like
0: Nah Charlotte was They didn't give an F Because I don't even Are they Are they still even in playoff contention Oh you know what they're not in playoff contention I
1: think technically They can take Miami's spot And Miami plays Orlando On decision day And I think Orlando Needs to win Just for More favorable position In the In the playoff bracket And everything but I think Charlotte still had with this game, still has a sort of outside shot. Like, like it, it comes down to Miami losing their game. Oh yeah,
0: no, no, they are now out. Forty-one points, and the Miami has forty-five, so they are Ooh. mathematically out. But another crazy thing about this uh, game that we were so much dreading that Philly was going to win is that. The guy got a super hat-trick. Daniel Rios.
1: Yeah, man. For
0: Charlotte got a super hat-trick.
1: The Mexican The Mexican got a, a super hat trick. That's that's really cool.
0: Yeah, so if if I feel like LAFC should send this guy a gift basket. Dude. Because for if real. it weren't for him, um, it would have been a very tense decision day. Uh most likely. So definitely shout out to Cisniega for
1: you know, holding it down for LAFC, getting that clean sheet—that's true. Oh, Cziena, the starting goalkeeper for Charlotte, dude. So, like, he—he he came in clutch, like came in clutch for us. So now, oh man, what—that well, was—that was awesome. So he—he he did his thing there. He, you know, he held on to that for us. Uh, but that—it just everything kind of like once they—they they won that game, I felt a little bit better. Just because mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I want us to win, but if we get a tie, it's not the end of the world. We you know, come back home on decision day we'll do it. Which is you know, you never want to leave it to decision day. No, but it happens, nor. it happens, you know. This is just for the car the cars we were given and, you know, we we move and stuff. But LESC with an emphatic just victory, like that game was pretty like back and forth pretty like pretty even neck and neck Uh, you know there was like that one that like Portland saved off in the very beginning like cleared it with the header there was that like great save from Crepeau Mm -hmm. also uh, Crepeau looked
0: like he had a a big game big game there was some big saves
1: yeah he made some big saves which is man having a guy like him has like really just changed our back line
0: mm -hmm. we talked about this at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the year um Having Max Crapo come to LAFC because in the past few years we've just not had the goalkeeper.
1: No, and it's no out. knock to Cisneraga or to Tyler Miller, but they weren't necessarily in a position in their careers where they could command a backline, maybe like a, like the, like a backline for LAFC. You know, like we mm-hmm. have to remember that LAFC isn't um isn't a minnow in the MLS. I realized that no. we're still our, our club history is very short, and at one point we were an expansion club, but we came out like um, as an like not just any sort of expansion club, like we came out as like the big dogs, you know. Which mm-hmm. it's kind of weird, you know. I don't want to get too sidetracked, but I just want to like mention like you haven't really seen that from expansion teams. Like actually, I think LAFC is the only one that right boom right off the gates in their first well, season.
0: Well, in their f- in their first couple seasons, uh, Atlanta United wasn't one right. team that did Mm -hmm. have I feel like they were the team right before us
1: yeah yeah I think they did it people have even like credit them as like the like they paved the road for like they set the model for like expansion Mm -hmm. teams because they like came in and boom right away were like able to like have have a success within their short history so yeah I agree with you right?
0: but we have now I mean if you're paying attention to valuations of Mm -hmm. clubs Whether you believe it or not, guys, LAFC is number one in the entire MLS. Nine
1: hundred million. Carlos Vela is worth seven hundred fifty million alone.
0: Probably, (laughs) man. Like his left foot is at least. Yeah, his left foot must be, because the guy just does it. Over and over, scoring curling left-footed goals like... Dude, it's like, like vintage nothing.
1: Carlos Vela right there in that game.
0: And to me, I mean, we're... Okay, we tangented, but now we're back to the but game. We're back to the game. But in that goal, there were two defenders... And they just gave him space. They gave him space. Why? They let Carlos Vela touch the ball twice before he got off I the feel shot. like
1: he got the ball and, like, he controls it. He looks up and he's like, oh, they, like took a step back okay and they both of them are just ball watching like they were they really were I don't know if they like were like, I don't
0: know, they know what they were it was I, Carlos Bella who, but it, <laughs> who, who, who got the ball for I don't
1: know it's like come on have you guys not seen Arjun Robin plays like it's the same thing like yeah. you it's like but it was this two back then like with Arjun Robin like he always does the same thing but it always it, works it always worked but yeah dude what a, just what a like banger like I I was just in disbelief dude I, I was, I'll tell you what, it maybe it, I could maybe I can't say that the that the um, stadium erupted, but it certainly felt like it when that ball dropped and went into the back of the net. I wasn't next to or in the thirty-two uh, fifty-two in the away section. Mm-hmm. I was gonna try to get in like and like walk in with them and stuff, but we just got there like like thirty minutes before halftime, so it was everyone was already there and like, mm-hmm. we weren't be we weren't gonna be able to squeeze in. But we were like two sections over, and bro, like. There's a few of us sprinkled in and out throughout there. But it just, like, we celebrated like there was, like, no tomorrow. Like, I I know I pissed off some Portland fans. I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> but I was just ecstatic. Like, I just went through the roof. Did and the stadium kind of, like, go quiet a little bit after that? You know, with, like, the Portland fans just seeing, like, shit. Carlos Villa?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of a little bit. I, and, uh, it wasn't like they, they stopped rooting and stuff. But it was just kind of like you could hear the, oh. You know, like, like damn damn because like he, he dropped <laughs> a dime on them just like just a dime but you know the game continued and we're going back and forth and you know eventually portland equalized and here we are you know running towards the last few and you know the dying embers of the game whenever you see like eight seven eight minutes added you know you it gives you i think like a, a breath of fresh air because it's like okay, there is mm-hmm. some time. But at the same time, it's also like nerve-wracking too because it's just like, fuck, like it's, like this is it. Like this is all we have. Like what are we going to be able to pull it off? And
0: well, I don't do you, know. What do you think the primary reason was for the such, like such a long amount of extra time? Because, you know, once mm-hmm. Portland got the goal, it was in the 81st minute, right? And at that point, LAFC's thinking to themselves like, shit, there's not that much time. Mm-hmm. We're tied, and we—if we get that goal, mm-hmm. we win the supporter shield. Because I'm almost positive these guys knew it going in. If they win this game, that they win the supporter shield.
1: Well, yeah, of course, yeah, they—they they had to have known that. And not only that too, it's just like you want to go into that last game of your season not like stressed, right? Like you want to just like, because you can take this that last game. And we'll talk about it in, in a little bit, you know. But you can take that and use it as an opportunity to to learn a little bit more about your team before you go into playoffs. It, it'd mm-hmm. be a good little, I guess you can say, like, official, unofficial, friendly kind of thing. Not that it, it is a friendly, and I still expect a good lineup because, I mean, let's be real. All of our players are ballers. That's true. So it's going to be a good lineup regardless, but, you know, going back to the game, the players, you know, they knew they knew it was on the line. Not only that, but like for a lot of these players, like um, I know it's only a supporter shield, but maybe this is their first silverware in their career, like ever. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm not gonna you know go down the list and, and everything, but like for a lot of these players, like. E- e- Maybe they still haven't had the opportunity. I mean, like Carlos Vela, for example, this is the second piece of silverware. The first right. one being the support Shield 2019. In 2019. So now here we are. He's got a second one. Now we have killini who's a Supporter Shield like you know champion, Bale too, and all these other guys. But like it, it's you. You. I'm sure that the players understood what it meant and what it needed to. Not only that, like get, winning the Supporter Shield guarantees that the home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs, you mm-hmm. know? Should we make it to the final? And I feel like there's a very, very strong belief that this team has more than enough to make it to the final. And and we've mentioned it before. It was very crucial for our team, I think, to play at home just because the 3252 provides something that I at least cannot say I've seen anywhere else in the MLS yet.
0: You're absolutely right with that. Like, I feel the, 32, the 3252 really is a unique um, supporters group mm-hmm. in that they they just have a presence about them mm-hmm. in the bank. It's their their energy is infectious throughout the entire bank, throughout the whole thing. So, like no no
1: disrespect, like real yeah. quick. Sorry, no, no disrespect to Portland, but I you know I, I couldn't necessarily point out where the supporters were.
0: Yeah, and then that time we went to San Jose, it was just like a tiny group. <laughs> Same thing there, like,
1: where are they, you know? And then, you right. know, LA Galaxy's got to split it up to make sure that they can hear them on both ends because that's how whack they are.
0: Yeah, be- uh, I have a friend that is in Lars or whatever yeah, it is. the and LA Riot like, Squad. Like, kind they of got, lame. Then they got way. the
1: Angel Brigade on the other side. I mean, that's my theory, is that they're so quiet that they have to do that. Mm. so that you can hear them throughout the whole That's stadium. That's a good point. That's because good they're point. whack. They definitely are whack, but... 100% w- whack, yeah. <laughs> we'll but, get into that a bit. <laughs> But, yeah, the, the 3252 provides... Mm. You know, we've all heard it, the 12th man thing. And, and it's true. It's it like, really is. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but just from playing personally, like, if my friends or my family, you know, someone came up to watch me play, it's like, oh, I'm going to turn up because yes. I'm going to turn up for them you know same thing for that it's like you feel that energy from the players like it's just like you know in the you know the dying of the game you know the game's coming to a close and what are you gonna do you know like how do you how are you gonna get that second win and sometimes it's just the singing and then the, you just hear it and you're just like i need to do it for these guys like these guys are doing everything that they can to help support us and they've been here and and you really feel the um the appreciation from... I think the players know that too because you really feel that they do appreciate it, the fans. Like, I don't know how many of the LAFC guys, but um, the players posted a picture of the away fans. Right. Like, I think almost every single one of them I just remember going through my feed and like every other picture it seemed like it was an LFC player posting like the away fans that, that mm-hmm. came and traveled because it was just like this incredible amount of support that they needed too in the, in the final like you know one of the, in the last away game of the season and there everyone is granted there's a little a little easier to go to Portland than it is to go to other states from California right. so that helps but man it was it was awesome It was it's great to to see that and and the players, obviously, you know, like I said, you can tell that it means a lot for them as well. You know, now I'm, I'm sure they probably feel better going going home thinking, OK, every game after this is going to be at the bank.
0: I think there's a, definitely a sense of relief amongst the entire squad mm-hmm. that, OK, you know, they're all going to be home. They know how to play at home. Mm-hmm. They know what they're going to expect. And it's also the traveling factor, you know, that... Yes, don't, they, you're, you're, I, I didn't even think about that. You're completely because correct. Because if, you know, if you're in, uh, you know, the traveling is a big deal. If it you're is at a big home deal. and sleeping in your own bed, eating the food that you always eat at your home and you drive yourself to the stadium, it, mm. you know, it's it's different than taking a team bus, going to a hotel, and having I'm, a team meal mm-hmm. all together, not maybe the best or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't, and I don't know
1: about you, but sometimes too, like- The tra- jet lag maybe. Jet lag and, and traveling can just, in in my, you know, like in, in general it can just mess with like, like your body, like you might feel off. Like right. me personally, like this weekend, like going to Portland, I didn't feel this, like, you know, necessarily all the time, but I kind of just felt like there's the, I guess there's, like, the pre-travel, like, jitter sometimes that you get. Maybe Mm -hmm. they don't feel it because they travel so often. So that's another thing. But, like, you know, not to get, like, graphic or anything, but it'll, like, mess with, like, my bowels. You know, (laughs) like, you know? (laughs) But, no, but think about it. If you're going to go and you're going to have a soccer game, you know, you're going to play a soccer game, a professional Mm -hmm. soccer game, and you got, like, issues going on. Like, man, that's just going to just fuck your game up.
0: <laughs> that, that is true. But, like, you know, being kind of like a, a rounded sports fan, you know, I, there in a lot of other sports, they do mention that traveling is a hindrance to performance.
1: Yeah, it can. Just
0: it's just a stressor. Naturally, whatever it may be, you know, the fact that you're just, like, you're, you're not... You're on a set schedule to do this, that, this, that, and then you got to go to the
1: game. And it's boring. Like, right. look, I, I... You know, as much as I, I do, uh, you know, as much as anyone, I love to travel. I know you do as well. It's yeah. awesome. But the actual traveling part is, exactly. like... It can be boring, exhausting. You're not going to get restful sleep on the plane and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's... Like you said, it's a hindrance on the body. It's a, it's a stressor. So, now we got rid of, like, variant number one, you know? Like, right. one of the, like those variants or the variances that, that can possibly affect a team's performance in playoffs. Like, we're basically setting it up. Or not we, but I mean, yeah, whatever. We're basically setting ourselves up for success in the best possible way, you know? Like, we're eliminating... By winning the Supporter Shield, it's kind of like, how do you prepare for something? Winning the Supporter Shield is preparing for the playoffs because we're eliminating, like... Where I guess you can say we're getting rid of problems before they even become problems. Like like, just, I guess it's okay, boom, more. boom. Like now to be home.
0: It also, mm-hmm. I mean, being at home, we have a lot of older players who have had injury problems in the past. Gareth Bale, Chiellini, in advance age, mm-hmm. Carlos Bella. You know, these are the kind of guys that maybe they do need that massage twice a day or whatever mm-hmm. it is especially at least in this or stretching you know, like in, or you know in the knockout round sort of like right like to have that extra care with your own staff in yes. your own team building your own doctors your and own everything. doctors like I feel like that's a big deal so I mean credit to LFC for getting this like um,
1: really really digging yeah. deep at the very very end and, and, and you know I feel like well Jorge we haven't even mentioned that's true that guy Dennis Buanga, I feel like he really just embodied everything that it is to be LAFC, like in the, in those like moments. Like you know, in the beginning, we're like, well, let's see, you know, and everything. But like, I just think about the way that he celebrated the goal and like how he he could have easily been like, man, I don't, I just got here, yeah, you know? I just got here. You could have
0: celebrated kind of like you know
1: but yeah. you know and even even not even that just a celebration just in the way that he plays like he could have had like that like if he like let's say he didn't score or whatever it's just like mm-hmm. well it's not so bad i just got here i'm just you know mm-hmm. there's only so much i can do but i don't feel that from him whatsoever at all like no, no. sort of like uh like i really do see him trying to like not trying because he is now but get integrated into the squad and, and just become a part of LAFC, like, the family that it is. And it's just, like, you could see so much what it meant to him for him to get that first goal. Which, I have to add, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like it was a double nutmeg. I think was it, it a double nutmeg? It may have been a I double thought, nutmeg. I think maybe one... Nutmeg. Dang. Maybe, maybe two just because. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You I don't know if it st- was. okay? I you was pretty far away. Yeah. Yeah. I was on yes. the other I end of watching, the field. I was like, oh, oh shit. TV.
0: So it's a little different. Yeah, but. But, uh, but regardless, man, Dennis Bwanga, <laughs> in a moment, like, you know, in extra time, in the 95th minute, <laughs> to basically say, F it. Fuck it. I'm going to go drive at these Dude, I know.
1: Insane, right? He just goes at them. What?
0: Right. Like, we've seen him do this in past games, and Mm -hmm. we know he has that talent because he just glides on the pitch, right? Like, he has something different about the way he runs. I agree. And the way he dribbles the ball, and I I love it. There's something so athletically elegant Mm -hmm. about how he runs. That's a good way to put it.
1: Athletically elegant.
0: And, um... And he just took on the the right back like nothing. And then I believe it was the center back who tucked in to double team him to mm-hmm. just cut him off, and he just split them apart. Easy. Where you say Easy. it was a double nutmeg. Okay, maybe he made one and split. It <laughs> yeah. was kind of like a dump mat, nutmeg split kind of thing. Yeah. To, to me, he split the defenders. And, you know, he was a little bit off balance on that on that. Yes,
1: shot. he was. Yeah, he was. Because you could tell, like, he hit it, and then he was kind of, like, wobbling yeah. a little bit. And he put it away, man. And... I couldn't believe it, dude. I, I, Like, I keep replaying it in my head. And I just, at the moment that I went in, I was like, I, I can't really believe it. Like, are you serious? Like, this is happening?
0: And not only that, but this is a big piece of our our now short history. Dude, it is.
1: It's huge. This is the second time we won
0: silverware. This is the second time we won Superwear. And like you mentioned in the previous podcast, in most leagues around Europe, the league table is the championship. So this should not be discounted or discredited. It's a big feat. It's a, it's big, a big, feat. big deal. And, you know, for Buwanga also, this being his first goal kind of was like, whoa, this was his first goal. hmm I was a little surprised. It that is it a little surprising, first, right? First he's been really close, though, over the last, like, you know,
1: last few. I was gonna say jornadas, <laughs> The <laughs> last few game weeks, gotta switch, you know. Or maybe <laughs> I don't, you know. You got uh, half of you, pretty, I'm pretty sure know what I'm saying. Half of time <laughs> but, you know, he um, he's had opportunities. We we've seen games where. He looks like he's just so close and we're just like man like we we mentioned it previously a lot we really like what he brings to the table in that like driving at you know just going at running at players and all that everything that was missing because i think he's had a few assists here and there mm-hmm. uh but everything that was missing was just the goal so now he's got the goal he finally got it he got you know that that monkey off his back but not only that but it was it's this has got to go down i think I think it could potentially go down as one of the most important goals in our club, in our short club's history, especially mm. if we go on to win the whole thing. Regardless, it is, it's already going down in history because it's, it, it's a trophy. It's a trophy. And not only that, but did we won it away from home? Like, that, that's crazy. To I think me, that's a big feat.
0: Um, another thing that it says about the team that I feel like in the past few weeks, we've been in really bad form. We haven't mm. been playing well. You know, we know that Philly lost, Mm -hmm. right, on Saturday. And then in going into this game, we know that we can win the Supporters' Shield. And that mental toughness to stick it, you know, to stay there, to to stay stay strong and not let it get to you. Like, after the 81st-minute goal, they could have just kind of... Oh, it is taking what it the is. foot off the gas, like, taking the draw.
1: Let's take the draw and win it at home against yeah, Nashville.
0: Because you're, you're, if you're LAFC, that's an option. Because you're thinking, you know what, that extra point might help us. It still can help us, right? You know, like for the you know for the next game. Um, but they had enough mental toughness to say, no, we're going to keep driving at them. We're going to keep going at them. And to me, that was a huge um, like. Confidence booster that I feel like they yes, need it yes. because we have not been playing well the past month.
1: Consistently, we Consistently. haven't been consistent. We haven't. We've had our like one Consist- or two good games, but Jorge. we haven't been consistent.
0: We may have just won the Supporters Shield, but we could have won it uh, maybe weeks ago.
1: Of weeks ago, which I would have preferred. But at the end of the day, that the, the team pulled through and did what was important. But that's what I'm saying. Like this goal really showed that like that goal during Dennis' performance really showed how important, you know, or what it means to, to the squad to actually win the support Shield. And you can tell, I can tell that they're just like, we gotta right our wrongs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not, not not making it seem like they, like the whole squad and everything, you know, just fell apart or that they all did bad and have been bad for us. I just feel like there's been a few things here and there that have just kept us from, you know, maybe we had a questionable lineup, which I understand. A lot of them, like you've mentioned before, you know, there's injuries and absences and things of the sort, and it happens. But the the team showed the the fight, you know, the fight that the fight to win it and and not just not just throw the game and be like, let's just win it at home. They're like, no, we're gonna do this here. We're gonna play the whistle. We're gonna play it till the very last second. And we're gonna take it home, and that's exactly what happened. Like here you are, like you said again, 95th minute, just going at defenders instead of holding the ball, holding on to the point because we knew that we knew the tiebreaker was ours. Mm-hmm. We Philly already lost, so if we tied this one and won the next one, even if Philly won, we I think even yeah, even I if think, they won, I think we habit. could have lost and and then tied or lost and then won at home, and then they could mm-hmm. have won their last game too, and then we would have won on the tiebreaker but we you know the the guys really went out there to make a statement and and to submit they closed that. it they just closed it like nah it's done
0: it has to be done
1: it would be cool if it did happen earlier because maybe we could have broken a record like New England broke our record
0: yeah that's, that's I mean look that goes back basically having all these new players being mm-hmm. fit into this lineups that were constantly
1: changing and a lot of it yeah like you said it's like when we we're talking about it before but like the new players coming right. in lineups are changing so even the players that have already been there like wait hold up this is different from what we usually do mm-hmm. and on top of that you add in these new faces I'm not saying that they hindered the squad but you, you see it and you hear it all the time that players you know like in Europe like you know, they need that time to integrate into the squad, to become better and everything. You, it's a chemistry sure, thing. It's a chemistry thing. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I know it didn't take very long, but uh, Holland's first game with with City. Oh, stop it! No, okay, look. Oh, stop it! It's not. The, it's just the first thing that pops into my head. The first game, he was a little off because right. he wasn't integrated with the squad. Give him a few more weeks. And yeah, then look now at he's him. going
0: back-to-back-to-back hat-tricks. So. I don't
1: even know. That guy, I'm starting to think that the Premier League is the Farmers League, bro. Like, I I don't know what league is a good league anymore. Maybe it's, it's the MLS. I, I really don't anymore. No one in the MLS is ever... In.
0: I don't even want to talk about it after, <laughs> after, after Sunday's game. <laughs> yeah, McMahon Dylan's United. a United no. fan. Yeah, so we got, it, we, got, we got fucked. <laughs> yeah. and, anyway.
1: But you need that time, right, to become a... Right. Like, learn the squad, learn the players, learn your other players, you know, who you're working with. I... Actually, I was watching... Um, this is probably a better example. I don't know if you've seen it yet. But the Club America Contra Club America. The oh, I haven't... I started uh, it. Like really good. If you guys haven't seen it, I think it's a very good documentary because it provides a little bit of history not just on Club America but on Mexican soccer in general and also uh, a little bit of uh, Mexican history too integrated within the documentary. Mm-hmm check it out I think it's I think it's it's really cool I don't like American I'm a chivista but I mean this is a documentary like so I, I always like getting those inside scoops on like soccer because it's cool to see the behind the scenes stuff mm. just a great introduction into Mexican soccer and also like a good way to understand why Mexico is the way they are right now Like it kind of mm. gives a little explanation but there's a player named, named uh, oh man I forgot his name I think it's it's Pedro Aquino, I believe is his name, mm-hmm. the Peruvian guy. But he, 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 because they interviewed him and stuff, they bring him in. He's he's now a really important, vital piece for them. Uh, but in the beginning, when he's when he first got there, he said, "Well, at first, he's like you go there, and he's like, and and you you need to get used to your your teammates." He's like, you know, and like I, I had decent performances, but then he said, "I remember, and in, in one line he said, it's like." after about, like, I forgot how long I uh, had gone since he had been there. He's like, uh, but then he was like, well, I had a few games where, you know, I learned, I, I took the time to really understand my role in the team and mm-hmm. to understand my put my teammates, but now it's time that they understand me. Or he was like, I adapted to them, now they have to adapt to me. Mm-hmm. So, but that's part of the whole integration process. Once you learn how you fit in the in the other around other people and I've I've felt this way too when I've joined a new team it's just like okay you play more conservative you're more
0: because you're like you're trying to find like you know the right moment the right space the right pass mm -hmm. like you're just you're second guessing everything because you don't know how the other Mm -hmm. you know like your other teammates are going to react because you're new right? you're
1: new so you don't know how everyone plays necessarily yet so you need that Mm -hmm. you know those few games and that's kind of one thing that and we've mentioned again, like before, but like with the MLS having the transfer window, like a month, like close the summer transfer window closes like a month and a half, if that. Before it's like the it's end of the regular season now, yeah, just a month. Like it's like you know, it's a, it close September second. Here we are, Og- uh, October fourth, and you know, like a month later. Plus, you got There's two weeks of international break. Oh yeah. So if let's say you're you're an international player and you just got signed to an MLS team, you show up for two weeks and then you're like, deuces, I gotta mm-hmm. go and then come back and you know, it helped. It worked for us, but it might not work that way for everyone. Did it though? Did we it. lost a
0: lot of games. Yeah,
1: we, did. <laughs> we did. We did. No, I'm, I'm, in regards to the international right, right, right. break, the international break, I would say, arguably was a godsend that's true it to gave like us,
0: slow down hey guys let's
1: <laughs> let's take a step let's back organize, guys. let's organize so that helped us a lot great because also we got a, what i would assume was a fully fit vela he looked great out there but um just like the, the team really just pulled itself together and, and that goal with Dennis wong i just i feel like now that he's got that now he's gonna be like all right now it's time for you guys to adapt to me you know, mm-hmm. now he's gonna feel a That's a, a good bit, point. I, I hopefully, I feel, I really do feel that that's kind of what he needed. Um, you know, like he just needed to get that one, and now we'll see how things go for him. I would love for him to just start banging them in left and right, but as you can see, you know, via Gareth Bale, it's not so easy to just come from
0: from Europe and just. I you just know. want to point out, I knew that Bale Dang, probably wouldn't. Be killing it. Everyone thought he would be like. I just feel like we
1: we we were, like. He look, isn't bail He's not the same bail Real Madrid. But I'll tell you what, though, I'm still happy to have him. Of course. And he's provided like the little bit that he has provided to the squad. I think has been important. Mm-hmm. And he brings something. And then who knows? Like maybe in the in the second. Um, now in the playoffs, like we'll we'll see a little bit more. Who knows? Maybe even he'll get a start against uh, Nashville. To get some more, like, you know, in a minute. Well, I,
0: it. Mm-hmm. well I, I wanted to talk cause about this because you and I have talked mentioned a little bit. This lineup that was just played against Portland, I would say, is our best lineup. The 4-3-3, traditional 4-3-3. None of this three-at-the-back nonsense no, that uh, Terundolo was playing not too long ago. You know, the only... Thing that I maybe would want is is Chiellini over Segura, but I understand Chiellini's age and his fitness. Maybe he can't play the entire match. But not only that, but this game was on turf. Oh, that makes sense why Chiellini so, didn't even yeah, play.
1: yeah, you know, I think Bill and and Chiellini both traveled, but it was on turf, so I was like, I you know, from the beginning, I didn't yeah. think it was going to be great for them. Yeah. So that there's that too, but yeah. I, I I agree with you in that in that Segura. In terms of our defense, at this time, when compared to, you know, Cialini, maybe he's kind of mm. odd man out.
0: Yeah, because this, this is the team that should you know be going into the playoffs in my opinion Mm -hmm. Um, Longa has mm -hmm. slotted in into that left wing position excellently and with this goal will most likely give him confidence to even drive more at defenders I think so
1: because now he knows what he's
0: I mean he knew
1: what he was capable of but now he knows that he can do it he knows that we know it that you know it's just he's comfortable now
0: And then, of course, Chicho has been excellent all season. Vela, we don't have to say anything about Vela. He's Vela. And then the midfield, I've been stressing it so much. Acosta and and Ilya Sanchez. We need that. We need them. Ilya to control the, you know, the midfield. Acosta to kind of just be the cleanup man. And Sifuentes, who, you know, we know he can have these shining moments, you know, all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think Palacios at the left back is, you know, common. He's just, just you know, just rock solid.
1: Man of the match. It looks like he got uh, per Fubo, or, sorry, not Fubo. Foot Mob. (laughs) Foot Mob, yeah, he got Man of the Match, so I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, and then to me, Hollingshead, I think, has earned himself that right back starting position because he adds a different fact, you know, a different element when it comes to set pieces. So I really like that about Hollingshead. So this lineup to me is the one we should roll with when it comes to the playoffs. Granted, we have this Nashville game coming up at the bank, we have a bye week. So. I'm gonna, I'm interested to see what exactly Chirundolo is going to do for this Nashville game because mm-hmm. we saw Teo come onto the pitch for this game, right? But maybe give him a little bit of run as a starter, you know, just to give him a little confidence because, you know, mm-hmm. even though Teo is hasn't been there, he has been a great player all across Europe, as we know. And I think he could add a little something extra in a moment of need, especially Definitely. especially in the playoffs when, mm-hmm. let's say, Dennis Buonga is at the 70th minute. He's been running like crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need another energy guy. Just put Tao on there. And Tao's experience is, I like, agree, yeah. a little bit more calming because he's done. he's, he's been, been there. there. Done he's that. done that. He's, yeah. So I, I would like to see Tao maybe start in this upcoming Nashville game, kind of give... Um, some different guys, some run, but but this is the lineup we should be playing. No more three at the back. No more experimental lineups. Uh,
1: no, I agree. This lineup, yeah. pretty much, like you said, with the, uh, the exchange there of Segura for Chiellini, barring the match, you know, the opponent and what the, what the game asks for and stuff. But, hey, I mean, we know Chiellini. We know that he can do well in knockout football, so... Yeah, that he is true. He's a master of defending. He's going to defend with Vanessa. So I agree with you. I think this is going to be similar to what we see in the uh, in the playoffs. But for Nashville, I, w- I would like to see Dale get that get that start, and possibly oh, like I mentioned too. You know, it'd be cool to see to see Bell get minutes too, and see maybe, like, an hour from him, and I think I saw somewhere about something that Wales was actually going to, like, was getting in contact with LAFC over his playing time. I don't know if they want him to play more or less, mm-hmm. or... In I future. didn't, I didn't, I just saw the headline, you know, I didn't read it, so I'm not sure, but, like, we, we mentioned before, like, he did play that full game with Wales, so maybe, you know, there's something wrong there, they want him to play a little bit more, um... Maybe he, wasn't, he shouldn't have played that full game, you know, but it's all good. Like, hopefully we can we can see more of him. I, I, I would like Bell to do well, you know. Obviously, he's one of our players, and I just think he has the qualities uh, to do so. But with that being said, just like the last month and a half has just been consistent, inconsistent from LAFC. So, you know, I'm just thinking about it, you know, Bell's defense on the outs. I'm, I'm one of the newer guys coming in here. You know, not necessarily on the outside looking in. But all these other guys are like, okay, this is what it is to be LFC and then, you know, Bill's like, Oh, okay, I'm just I'm still learning, I'm still getting accustomed to the club mm-hmm. and everything. So So we'll see. We know we know what he can do. He scored before. I'm not sure if he's assisted yet, but I'm sure he has. But I, I would like to see Bell, you know, get like a full like seventy minutes on, on Sunday versus Nashville. And I think that'd be a great like team to do it against.
0: Yeah, I mean Nashville is a
1: playoff team, (laughs) so... I think this I, game I, does matter to them in the sense yeah. that they can still move up in the table so they yeah, can have a this better this game does
0: rate. matter to them as far as seating goes for Nashville. So they're going to come in they're to gonna win, win the game. Yeah. And granted, LAFC doesn't need to win this game. But we're but, not trying to go out. But we need to have a good, solid performance mm-hmm. um, against the playoff team. This is a playoff team. So this
1: is a... I know I mentioned earlier this is kind of like an unofficial, like, friendly. But with that being said, that's a good point. Like, that's... This is a playoff team. We necessarily haven't had the best of luck against some of the other playoff teams. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically Austin because that's, you know, one of the the bigger names. But this is a good opportunity for us to kind of like remind ourselves of the players, you know, remind themselves of who they are, who they play for. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's that's another playoff team and guess what? It should it's not gonna phase us. I it's, really you it, know.
0: I, I hope it doesn't phase us because as of right now. We don't know who we're going to play because we got that bye week. The seating hasn't been set and it's all going to come down to decision day.
1: Dude, oh my goodness. uh.
0: That's like the kind of exciting factor because, Jorge, like, in a hypothetical kind of world, you know, there is a possibility. And I was listening to Football Americas earlier, so this Uh is how I know this fact. We could maybe play... LA Galaxy. Damn. In our first round, which is the quarterfinals.
1: So that would be their second round, just depending yeah. how things go. So they got to beat know, Houston,
0: <laughs> right? Like there, there is something
1: okay yeah.
0: brewing, and you know, I'm, I hate to say it, but flashbacks of 2019 where that team Oof. was dominant, and we lost to a Seattle Sounders team that. You know, just albeit, barely scraped by yeah they scraped by and they ended up beating us at home in our home at the bank so
1: Seattle's LFC Seattle's Seattle, LFC needs to take
0: a lesson from 2019 and not take their foot off the gas because no I,
1: I think that's been the problem they can't before can't it. and it's the, the the foot was taken off the gas and I don't think it's gonna happen because it's like I really feel and this is the vibe that I get from everyone else that I talk about this with it's it's MLS Cup or Bust
0: it is dude I just I mentioned earlier, it's the highest-valued club in the MLS. They have crazy expectations after they brought Bale, Chiellini, even Bwanga. Mm-hmm. Like, LAFC has now becoming a household name worldwide. Dude, yes. Because of those guys. It is. It is so, true. So, our expectations have only been raised as the season has gone on. And... It's MLS cup or bust and if LAFC wants to solidify themselves as one of the blueprint top organizations in the MLS, we need that cup. We and this do, is the year do. to do it.
1: Absolutely, <sighs> absolutely. I really think this and, and we'll see we'll see how things go, but I really think this is we've never had as good of a chance as now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say like as far as depth, as far as quality of play, as far as players. Yeah, maybe the best opportunity mm-hmm. to get it in our short history.
1: And I'm, and I'm gonna add something that that we've kind of has gone like kind of under the radar. But I think I just wanted to say something, you know, about Carlos Vela feel like in the beginning of the season, he received a lot of scrutiny because he hadn't re-signed yet. And it was just like, oh, is he really about it and all this? Mm-hmm. And of course, people know his... Where, you know, what his... Where soccer kind of falls in his life in terms of, like, you know, basketball actually being his, like, passion in regards to sports and soccer mm-hmm. was something that he, you know, he enjoyed. He just but happened to be good at it. He's just really good at it. But... I think he's just shown what a just top, top professional and athlete he has been this entire time. Yeah. You know, we've questioned, you know, I, I guess his um, his commitment because of the injuries and all this stuff. But, I mean, you know, in his defense, like, I must not have been easy to deal with, you know. Like, you come in here... You're the biggest name. And now people are like, well, is it even worth re-signing him? Because he's always injured and he's not playing, yeah. this and that. And he's just continued to just work hard and really provide important goals and assists. He hasn't... I'm going to make a comparison here. And I know you're going to laugh. And this isn't necessarily how I feel. I'm not you know, putting them on the same, same place. It's just comparing. Like, it's just the obvious... I'm just comparing, like, an obvious one, something that everyone can get. But Messi, for example, last season at PSG, mm. he wasn't banging goals, right? He, he scored a few here and there, and not, they didn't have the greatest seasons. But he was... Providing assists and facilitating in any other way, shape, or form that he could. Right. And same thing right now, he's not scoring, you know, a, a million goals or what we're used to. You know, saying you know ninety-one uh, yeah.
0: goal a year or anything. We okay. don't see anything
1: similar to that. Whereas right. Vella
0: too, yeah, thirty-four goals. Carlos Vela, twenty nineteen.
1: Exactly. We don't see that, but he's still scoring when it matters and he's assisting when it matters he's kind of taking a step back and he's like hey you guys can take that like right. Chicho. you can take that step you know, forward and be that guy mm-hmm. and I can help you with that I can help you because I can't run the same way that you can but together we can do a lot and I really feel that God has just been a just top top professional
0: I-, I couldn't agree more um Bella has has been great. He it's not his best year by no no means for FC, but I feel like leadership wise, he's been there. But Mm -hmm. this is one of those years that really, really, really like magnifies that he is the captain. He is a leader,
1: and not only that, like he resigned not just for six months or a year he was signed for two years right like he's like no I'm gonna and I know people may like oh it's just two years and this and that but that, I feel like that also it's common practice in the MLS mm-hmm. and, uh, and like you know for them to be like one or two years extensions, especially when you're on that, that big of a contract but this is a man towards the tail end of his career so right. obviously at this point a lot of his extensions are gonna be one year two year and whatnot. so two years for a man at this point in his career is pretty much saying like this is where it's this is it. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. this is where I'm heading. Like, this is where I want to finish. Maybe from then we'll get one more. Will we? We'll see. You know, it just depends on his health. But it, I think him resigning for two years just made a big, like, statement. He's saying, this is where I want to be. And
0: I'm not leaving until we get that that title. And hopefully we're going to get that title. Well, mm-hmm. I think we're going to make it to the final and get that cup this year. Yes, sir. I feel really good about it. I feel, I feel good about it, too. We still gotta go through. We still gotta play this Nashville game, which is gonna be a bit of a party at the bank because Mm. we're all gonna be celebrating. Everyone knows it really doesn't mean anything, so everyone, I hope you guys get super hyped and we just kind of like go crazy, just have fun. Yeah, you
1: guys, you know, the fan base I think deserves to enjoy this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've been through a lot.
0: <laughs> we have been through a lot recently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, like at first everyone was afraid of us, and then we became the laughing stock for like a few weeks. Yeah. And we we're just like, what the hell's going on? But here we are. You know, we reclaimed our throne, and I'm excited for the for the playoffs, dude. Whatever happens, I'm happy with like you know this season. Obviously, you know, like I said, champ and MLS Cup or bust. But at the same time, like this has been an amazing season. So I've really enjoyed it so far. Or you know have enjoyed it
0: It, it's been great and hopefully it will get better
1: I hope so too
0: (laughs) so I guess that just about wraps up everything for now and hopefully we you know well we'll catch you guys next week where we actually talk about um what opponent we could potentially be playing in our opening round
1: yeah next week I'm excited bro
0: I'm so excited uh Oh, man. I can't wait. (laughs) So, hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast, and hopefully you will join us next week where we discuss the opponent for the playoffs. Yeah. And see you guys. Thank you. Later, skaters.